Hello, dear storytellers. How many times have you seen a fellow wedding photographer or videographer throwing in the towel after having been in the business for 10 years? I bet you can name five within one minute. The average expiration date for capturing weddings seems to be 10 years. After that, a lot of people feel like they have given up so much of their private life for so long and they don't want to do that anymore. At the beginning of my business, I never understood that. Seeing those big names in the industry give up their business because they didn't want to do it anymore. The young newbie Lori that was a wedding photographer and videographer, she didn't want to do that until I got further into my journey as a creative entrepreneur. Then I started to understand it very, very well, a little too well even. In this podcast episode, let me take you along my story and my vision for you, a successful wedding videographer and photographer. And we all know that the word successful is a bit vague and it can mean different things. It doesn't just mean money, but I'm using it anyway in this context because of a lack for a better word. This is my first podcast episode of the second season. My first podcast season was all in Dutch. I had about 50 episodes and they were great, but they were in Dutch. It's been so helpful for many people and it helped many visual storytellers decide whether I was the right coach for them. And I knew I had to go international. I've always gone international when filming weddings and when photographing weddings. And I have a vision that I want to share with you. A vision that I believe is going to change the way we run our businesses as wedding videographers and photographers. First, let me tell you my story, because I'm pretty sure I've been where you are right now. While getting my bachelor's degree in journalism, I thought of how I wanted to have my own business. And not just any business, but I wanted to capture other people's weddings. I started filming them, first very slowly, I added photography as well, and it kind of went from there. It started with just a friend's wedding. I think I even begged them to let me film their wedding. Long story short, my business skyrocketed within 18 months. I had been in contact with the right people. I was in the right places at the right time. And do not mistake this for being accidental. It was all because I knew where to go and what to do. And it went up from there. I had videos that now have over 300,000 views on YouTube. And some of my videos went viral. I was published on prestigious blogs and parts of my videos were on TV. I went international. I started traveling. I lived in Australia for a while. I photographed and filmed many weddings there. I photographed weddings in New Zealand, all over the place throughout the whole world. I believe that having a heart for weddings is almost a calling. There's a lot of people, a lot of photographers and videographers as well, who would not want to capture weddings. For me, it definitely felt like a calling. It was something that I just wanted to do. My heart was in it. And it's not as if I'd been wanting to do that from a very young age. But once I got this camera, that was all I wanted to do. Capturing weddings is not just a job. It's a passion, a devotion even. You devote your time, your weekends and your evenings to it. You skip friends' birthday parties, festivals, family outings, you name it. All to be there for your couples. Do you recognize this? I know, please keep listening. After a few years, at one point, I remember sitting in my chair. I had this big lounge chair in my room. It was green, it was very soft, and I'd just come home from a very quick shoot, a pregnancy shoot. I sat down on the chair and I remember wanting to get up and my legs would not work. It was the strangest thing to me. 
I was so tired. And I tried to tell myself, Laurie, just move your legs, just get up. It's not that hard. That's what I've been doing all the years before. But it didn't work. My legs were not moving. My legs that had carried me everywhere, from New Zealand to Australia, to China, to Tibet, to Africa, they would not carry me to the supermarket anymore. It took a lot of years to recover from that. For all those years, I told myself, if I just keep working hard, I deserve the success and I deserve nice clients. It never occurred to me before my burnout that I could do things in a different way. That's kind of where I started seeing things and life differently. First of all, I didn't have to do it alone. That was a major change in thoughts and behavior for me. Second, I started asking for help. Not doing things alone and asking for help are still two very different things. It was extremely vulnerable for me to ask for help. And right now at this moment, I don't even have trouble asking help. It's brought me further than I ever could have alone. I needed people by my side telling me, hey Lori, I think there's something else happening under the surface here. I became more and more sure I wanted to do less weddings and deliver more quality per wedding. I wanted to work with the absolute best clients that I loved from the bottom of my heart. Clients that I would even call friends. I wanted to capture people that were adventurous and would do destination weddings. I still wanted to do destination weddings and all the fun stuff, but mainly people that had real love for each other and people that would respect my boundaries. That would let me have my life while creating amazing footage for them. The most important thing in the last few years after the burnout for me has been setting boundaries in my business. So knowing what I can and cannot do and communicating it clearly, it's brought me so much peace in that business. It makes me able to work half the time that I did and really enjoy the time I have free and open for other things. I've picked up hobbies again, playing the piano, singing, drawing. There's all kinds of things I love doing. And traveling, obviously, and not just for weddings, but also just for me and my husband. I've learned to take responsibility of what is mine, the time that is mine, the deals that I make, the bookings and how I make them. I'm not a victim anymore of what my clients do to me. If they ask me something I cannot give them, then it's a no. Which means that my yes is always a yes and a big yes. If I can do that for my couple, count me in. My couples have an all-in service. I capture weddings that last a few days and I really build relationships with my clients. I'm actually going over for dinner tomorrow to one of my clients because they've invited me and my husband. And that's something that has been so life-changing for me. I didn't even consider five years ago that my business and life would look like this now. So in hindsight, I'm thankful for the burnout. Was it fun? No, definitely not. Do I wish it on anyone else? No. Definitely not. And I see you struggling, running your successful business that your family depends on for a big part or even entirely. Combining that with free time, friends, other family, hobbies and everything else. Sometimes you wonder if there is a life left, basically. I don't want that for you. Those lessons that I learned in my burnout, a lot of those is where my vision today comes from. And I see the change in my coaches all the time. I've had the privilege to stand by my Dutch colleagues as they grew in their businesses, as I mentored them, as I coached them. They set their boundaries, created a stable business and started serving the most awesome clients all while upping their prices. Many of them went from way too much work 
to a business that carries them comfortably. They go from vacations full of thoughts about business to letting go of work on the first day abroad and relaxing for the whole stay, all the while doubling or tripling their revenue. They've described the coaching as setting them free from a cage. They've described how it's really helped them in personal situations where life got tough, that their business was the thing that they could still rely on instead of the other way around. That's where my coaching finds its core. Not only am I good at seeing through you, and that sounds scary, but trust me, it isn't. And not only am I good at seeing the blind spots and seeing what is really under the surface for you, but I'm also good at helping you set the boundaries, that you take the authority that is yours, the responsibility that is yours. It is your life, you decide what happens with it. You decide the way you're treated and you decide the way that your business is built. And that does not mean that you don't love your clients or that you're not there for them. On the contrary, it means that you can go all in without feeling drained or like you have to give up your whole life to be there for them. Sending out quotes and booking weddings for 10 or 15,000, that's not new for you. But you have been working so hard for so many years now. And I know that you're so passionate and this is not something that you want to give up. So where is this going to end? In quitting in 10 years? Or in still going after 10 years with more passion than you've ever had? If you're way too busy right now, then there's definitely things you can do. You might have had a thousand reasons in your head to stay where you are right now while knowing you really want to take that step and grow beyond the current situation. And you want someone by your side to take that step because you know that doing it on your own is not going to cut it. And that's not new to you. But it's possible that you've been in this place, in this comfort zone where you were like, okay, I know I want to get out of this somehow, but I, I just ha need to have an income. I have maybe children or a partner or people that rely on me. I cannot just drop the ball. And no, you cannot. Dropping the ball is not the point of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, there's another way. You can go to 20, 30, 40K for one booking. You can get clients that will love your work, and I'm sure they already do, but to an extent that they are willing to pay more than they do now, way more. You can double your revenue and work half the time. You don't have to give up every single weekend or every other weekend. You're allowed to have a private life and to live it fully and to work with focus for your clients and then to be able to say, this is my time off. And let me be clear on one thing. I don't believe in manifesting and just thinking positively and things being okay. I do believe we have a choice as to how we act. And you know that, you know you have a choice and you've been wanting to make that choice, but you might not know exactly what that choice could look like. If that's the case, then here's your invitation. Find me on Instagram at Miriam and send me a DM. Tell me your story. Tell me what it is you're running into. And let me discuss with you if my coaching is the best option for you. If that is what is going to bring you to that next step. To not only a thriving business, but a really good private life. I'm really looking forward to your story in my inbox. And I cannot wait to talk to you. Have a great day.